Peace to all the hip cats out there Coming in to you live from that 2005 It's time for the one and only The larrikins of love The sad cases of sex The sensations of masturbation The hungry games Episode 69 Feeling fine Instead of what you need Gonna give it to you up and down Gonna slide up on that joystick Gonna get into those memory card slots Gonna slide up and down on your save point Gonna give it to me all night long now Hungry Gamers Oh, Hungry Gamers Say, say, say Hungry Gamers I said, watch the Oh, Hungry Gamers Hello, hello, hello and welcome boys and girls to the <laughs> 69th episode of the Hungry oh, Gamers podcast. We are powered yes. by 8bit.net, Audio Technica and that sweet, sultry love. I'm not so humble host, Brendan White. Back again, I can be found at Brendan8bit. Joined by my two boys, Reese Kirby, who can be found at Reese8bits. Liam Abraham, who can be found at Salim Abraham. <laughs> welcome to the house of love. Boys, we're going to slide all up and down this. Yeah, place. man. Just bring it on. That was amazing. I know. That's I was... the first time I heard that. And <laughs> I feel like I, I should have probably been given some advanced listening it, privileges. It, it was actually quite uh, alarming how quickly that whole thing got done. Because I did it after work and I literally came in, walked in from work, sat down at the computer, turned it on, found a song plugged it into the computer and just sung straight away and that was the first take. Can that just be the, the new <laughs> intro? I don't I'm 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 happy with that. We just I need to take out the 69th bit every time. Well yeah that's fine. We can do that. <laughs> Episode <laughs> number 70. <laughs> where are we? 85. <laughs> where are we're in like I mean technically our second year. Mm. Maybe we're due for a change. We could mix it up. But hey, episode Let's throw it to the fans. 69. Yeah. Mm. Dinner for two. Dinner for two. Good times. Um, to all of our younger listeners, it's just another number. Mm. Well, it's to all of our older the, listeners. Uh, the zodiac sign cancer turned vertically, younger listeners. That's, that's right. all it is. Okay. That's right. Very good uh, description. Point, there, mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're back. I am back. <laughs> you are back. I uh, missed you guys. You have not. Not as much as I thought I would have, but uh, no. well, I missed you. That's totally uh, reciprocated. I Wait, mm. what did you think of Kerbo and the Six Percenter? I think he did well. Did you Did you take any notes? Praise from Caesar. I, I I was cursing to high hell on one of my internal flights in the states <laughs> with the whole uh, Bubsy and Busby <laughs> saga. You like that little uh, experiment? episode sixty? Oh, bullshit experiment. You yeah, you had, you had no fucking idea. No, no, you I, were I, all I, in on Busby. <laughs> <laughs> all in on Busby. No, no, no. It was uh, it was a, it was a test to see who was listening. Trust me, it was. Uh... Well, you know, and I said, I said uh, we've already talked about this kind of privately, and I'll, I'll say again what I said then. Who gives a fuck? Really? <laughs> I do. whether it's Bubsy or Busby. No, it gives a the shit. original Bubsy game on the SNES was fucking fantastic. No, I think Bubsy, great little side scroller. I, I don't really think it's that great because like, I played it on the hyperdeck and I was like oh sweet 
but there's literally nothing you do except jump. Having no idea what the game was. that's what most games were back in those days. <laughs> yeah, All side scrollers. Trust you me. You jump on things or over things. Trust me. Like, they they got inventive. Little 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 uh, niche game called Super Mario kind of worked that way. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey. But like Bubsy to me, I had no fucking idea what that game was at all. And, and when I and when like and when you when you tagged me in the article on Facebook to say add this to the agenda, race, and it says Bubsy. On it, it says it said Bubsy, and uh, I just thought it was like a game about like a little Italian mafioso. No, Bubsy, Bubsy the rolling Bobcat. down. Like, You're thinking of Bugsy Malone. Um, that's probably close. Yeah. Although he's like, yeah, he's a twenties gangster, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, and yeah. he's a little kid. Now I'm just thinking of that song, Mimi, Mini the Moocha. <laughs> Mindy is a moocha. Blues Brothers, man. That's an amazing film. So you weren't dead. We didn't kill you to inherit the 8-bit fortune. No. You were at E3. I think the battle still rages on, though. There was, there was a we bit haven't of debate decided. and inner turmoil and discussion about who takes the host's chair. We haven't decided whether or not we want to overthrow you. We're still open to the idea. You guys could do a other podcast and just have it as Kerbo and the Six Percent. We could. No, no one would listen. Like people barely listen to this. <laughs> Give our listeners some respect. No, uh, we do. Yeah, we no. we have quality, not quantity. We have both. Oh, do we? Yeah, do we? Yeah, I'm do trying. We? I'm trying to be do we? humble. Do we? Do we? No, you're trying to be an ass and I'm trying down to be humble. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> This is going downhill real fast. Well, hey, we're I'm in going sync. back on holidays. <laughs> no, go. no, you're staying right there. That way, I don't have to do as much. <laughs> um, we were happy to. We were happy to do Kobo and Six Percenter. It was a, it was an absolute honor, a pleasure, and a privilege. I think to yeah, to make those two episodes definitely feels um, good to be back in the. F- it trifecta. does feel good to have you back. Yeah, mm. and um, and of course, it won't be. Totally whole until Ali comes back as well, but that's true. She's got another, I don't know, month, two months. Yeah, she's over there till I think mid-August. She really needed. She really needed a break. I just noticed us. on her um, Instagram that she was being judged by a squirrel. Those really? squirrels are very judgmental bastards. Really, it was, it was holding a a nut. Yeah, I was holding a nut. I'm like that's, acorn. That's so stereotypical. Like, well, what are they judging you for? Yeah, I know. Like, but, come on, get something new, squirrel. Yeah. They're, they're just like, Ali, get an iPhone. Why, why, why you hold nuts, Ali? I've got this I'm nut. not going to answer. I'm not going to answer that at all. That's that's not that's yeah. not right. I'll talk about my nuts, not her nuts. You're not right, Brendan. You're not right. Well, what else would a squirrel be thinking about? Their life result revolves around nuts. Really, you know, you know, squirrels lose uh, most of their nuts. Like, you know how they hide nuts and shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They lose them. That's like, me. There's I'm, a stat- I'm a squirrel. Is that, is that you get married? Is that what happens? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably because those that are worthy with, of the institution of marriage. Of yes. Peanut. Oh yeah, you're the only married guy here. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Where two of Sydney's best free agents? Brendan's uh, married to his Nintendo me. Switch. Not me. I'm married to my work. Liar. <laughs> if anyone from your work is listening to this, they are cackling right now. Mm. Pretty much, yeah. It's to, yeah, turns up at 10.30. Leaves at three. So we're here. It's a fucking good life. <laughs> Quality. The Holy Trinity is back. Yeah. It's the 69th episode. We've got a potentially new sexy intro there, which is fantastic. I love your work on that. That's all right, man. Especially I love doing that stuff. Slide into those memory card slots. It just came to me. Um, Literally. Peeling back the curtain, we did record an episode last week. But yes, in, in that's all, one for the archives. In all honesty, 
it was another one of those E3 press conference recaps. And you know what? There's 7,000 of those out there already. Ours was probably the best one still, but we thought, Ugh. in the interest of fairness... We're going to make that a B-side. We're going to... The cojones on this guy. <laughs> Look I at got Jones. squirrel nuts, bruh. You got squirrel nuts. Co Jones. Um, yeah, it was, and it was, a, it was a Hungry Gamers Knights uh, edition Yeah, let's too. not ever do that again. Let's... I like the Knights episode. It was a no, long no, day. No, it was a bad it was, idea. It was a two hour and 20 minute slog. Um, <laughs> They'll never the, see the light of the day. The energy levels subsided fairly quickly. All right, next time... <laughs> Sam we... fell asleep at the mic. <laughs> Next time we do nights, beers. I thought you were going to say cocaine. Well, hey, not against <laughs> bags. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are on. <laughs> oh, love it. Okay, all right. So anyway, don't do drugs. We just thought let's let's do something a little bit different. Instead of going from press conference A to press conference B mm-hmm. and reciting probably you the know same things. what the majority of fellow podcasters out there would be talking about, we thought we'd change it up. And we'll give you a bit of a uh, boots on the ground yeah. first hand for look. E3. Because see, that's where we differentiate. We actually mm-hmm. had a man on the ground sent by 8-Bit HQ to do some reconnaissance uh, work for E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, everything you're going to be listening to is a first hand experience of what happened. Yeah. And uh, I'm according, just very excited. According to the man on the ground. Yeah. According to the man so we're going to cross live now to you, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, this is an interesting tale. We've already heard bits and pieces. I'd be interested to hear the rest of it. There is booze involved at the, certain points. Yeah, the key here is there is, is good is summary. Some parties, um, and of course the fantastic highlights and events of, of E3. Yeah. So did, or, did we want to, or do we want to just own it and say B3? Oh, yes. Nice. Yes. <laughs> That's some of your best work. I'm certainly not selling 15,000 tickets to ride this pony. <laughs> the <laughs> spirit is willing, but the body is crushed. <laughs> so, it today. I love it. What do you think? Are we going right into this or should we do our usual what's no, no, been no. going on? Oh. Because um, no. I want to know what you guys have been doing. Anything exciting this Mate, week? Mate, not, not a lot. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll give you bullet points. Tekken 7, yep. YSBs today, I'm making top 8, or I'm going home crying. It's going to be one of the two. Top 8. Top 8. That's a MySpace talk for you. Oh, yeah. That's big. Yeah. yeah. Top 16, even. I'm happy. Was with I that. in your top 8? You were. Yeah. Was yep. I? You were I in my top. You both were. No, you were in my top 8. Fuck you. You were. You know, you know I, can never, I can never prove it now. It's past the point of proving Because I deleted my MySpace. Mine's still out there somewhere. You deleted yeah. yours? Yep. Wow. Yep. I used to post some real emo shit on MySpace, I remember. Yeah, for sure. That's how you got girls. That's it. Just, you know, to moves. show that you were damaged. Yeah, just exploit any sort of... I uh, maybe showed that a little bit too much. feeling. Because you got, you got too many girls? No, I got zero. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely zero. You Minus. got one. You got the right one. Oh, but not from MySpace. You'll get a few girls <laughs> if you start singing that uh, opening jingle. You know, you reckon? that's your theme song. Okay, I right should never there. sing that because I'm happily married, so no. There needs to be a music video to that jingle. Maybe I could be my alter ego. What would what would my alter ego for that singer be? Sir Memory Card Slut. Uh, Cal- <laughs> what was Corduroy Callan? What was that thing? Oh I made? yeah, I still don't understand what the fuck that is. But yes, Corduroy yeah. Callum. Corduroy Callum. All right, there great. He is. Yeah, I was gonna um, have like moaning sounds and have this woman be like, "Oh, Craig," and have him, <laughs> and have him be like, <laughs> "Nah, no, I think less, less was is. more like the." Yeah. Yeah. Bits in it that oh, was perfect. Yeah, well, I had to get uh, I had to get Tina Arena in to do that. So, 
It's yeah. hard because she was in chains, wasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yes! That's some fucking prime Hungry Gamers bants right there. I have no idea what the fuck That's the song she sings Tina called. Arena. I'm in chains. No, no. That's fucking great. There's a... There's a I'm zinging off an extra large coffee yeah. from our local... The coffees the, are the really bankery. the key. Well, keep, keep keep that zing going. Let's jump into you, okay, be- son of a be- bitch. Before E3 and before all that, I just want to preface this and say that I preface? went... Same thing. <laughs> Is it? Yes. Don't drag <laughs> him over the coals way. over one inflection, okay? Oh, it's. I'm setting the tone for the next hour. And then some. Yeah. God, he's getting that look. I went and watched Transformers The Last Night this week. Mm. Oh, yeah, all right. Against... The world's wishes. <laughs> you know, I went, I'm a Transformers fan. Still? Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of just old school. Like, not the films, right? The I, films are dead to me. And, well, and even like more so now. One. The first one was okay. The but second I, one was I saw the right, but trailers for this one. It just sunk. I saw the trailers for this one and I looked sick. Yeah, well, they can do that. But the, the film goes for two hours and 20 minutes for one. Jesus. And... It's just so poorly cut together. There's just these massive plot holes that just make no fucking sense. Uh, You're sitting there like it was that bad. I was laughing in the cinema at times. Like <laughs> how bad it was. Not even because it was a comedic moment. Which I'm just sitting there going, holy shit, this is terrible. That's how I felt watching Guardians too. No, you didn't. Shut yeah, up. yeah, absolutely. Up, so now you know. You're just now being you provocative. Like- no, I'm being straight up. I'm trying to um, empathize here with Brendan. No, you're not. You're just I trying am. to stir the pot. No, no, anyway, no. it sucks. Sammy shit I like talker. that you. I like that you thought going in that there might be some kind of redeeming quality to a Transformers. Film. Well, I thought you know because they introduced Grimlock and the Dinobots in the first in the previous one, right? Kind sure. Of. Yeah, in a, for a hot minute at the end, and they get shown and Grimlock showcased pretty early in the piece, but then like you know I'm going to go into spoilers because I doubt anyone's going to care too much, and the film doesn't really even have much of a plot anyway. But, like, there's this big battle, as there is in all these Transformers films, a big battle that's going to, you know, shape the universe and potentially destroy Earth and all this bullshit, right? Right. So they summon all the Transformers that are on um, Earth to come fight because Cybertron's getting pulled to Earth and, they, and it's like one, one planet has to take over the other. So it's either wow. Cybertron's dead forever, Earth's dead forever. And big massive battle at the end. The Dinobots aren't even there. Yet Where are they? That fuck. They don't even explain. They Extinct. were hanging. They were hanging. No, they were hanging out. Mark Wahlberg's hiding right. Cage Jaeger is his name in this, which is, you know, a, a, a name ripped straight out of an anime. Yeah. Um. So he's he's hiding in like the Arizona desert in like a in a wreckers <coughs> like a car wreckers right, and all the Transformers are off the radar. All the good Autobots are hanging out there with him. And so the Dinobots are there. And then all of a sudden, there's baby Dinobots. I don't know how they oh. fucking reproduce or whatnot. So well, there's baby Dinobots there. When, so. a, when a mummy Dinobot and a daddy Dinobot love each other very much. This is the perfect episode to break it down. They they feed each other. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That, that sounds probably pretty right. That metal rod you were just Exactly, you know? Yeah. Memory card So slot. there's baby Dinobots and there's full-size Grimlock. Um, you see him in the early parts, then they're gone. There's no Dinobots in it or mentioned since. That's dumb. Um, and then this big battle that's going to save or destroy Earth, you'd think they'd be there because he's destroying everybody. He's fucking right. up so, Decepticons. So the reason you don't like it is because the Dinobots were missing. Well, that part, yes. But like, there's just weird plot holes. Like, um, Optimus gets taken over, right? And he becomes like controlled by sure. yep. the quote-unquote creator of Transformers. Sure. Who looks Michael sort Bay. of like... 
Kerrigan from um, Starcraft. Starcraft. Yeah, got a bit of a vibe like that. And um, so she's taking control of him, and she's like, "You got to go to Earth and and get this staff to destroy Earth and then replenish Cybertron." Da, 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 da. And so he's under her control, but then Bumblebee just talks to him once, and then he's like. Oh, Bumblebee, I'm so sorry. I was under the control. I'm just like, okay, so <laughs> she's meant to be this powerful deity. Her mind control spell is just gone now. It's, and the, power, then, it's the power of love that set him free, though. It's then, not like Bumblebee's voice. It's but the, then Bumblebee, you know, what he, he lost his voice box throughout the entirety of these films. They get him a new one. It's a female one, so he rips it out. But then in that scene with... Um, Optimus, he can suddenly talk with his normal voice, even though he doesn't even have a fucking voice You're box right. in there. You're right, that is a pretty decent plot hole. That's... That's messed up. Again, I... You, it's... But then at the end, when they're having this <laughs> ultimate battle, right? Optimus is like, I'm going to lead the charge. And he fucking does this big grand, like, flight into the sky. And then just disappears. And they're battling. And they're like, where's Optimus? They're in the battle. And he's not even there. They don't explain where he goes, what he does. But he rolls in later and fucks up some people. And I'm like, what have you been doing for the last half an hour while all your mates are dying? Get like, Michael Bay on the phone. And then there's just, like, this random little girl who's, like, 14 years old that old Mark Wahlberg takes on as like his little protege and she's some super genius like builder obviously she can build fucking Transformers it's so bad okay it is so fucking bad I have a question yeah is Mark Wahlberg out of breath not in this no he's 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 pretty I think he's increased his cardio he's he's looking like young Marky Mark there's like a shirt off scene in it and he's as jacked as I've seen him you know he's like staunchly against tattoos no Mark Wahlberg He's really against tattoos. Really? He's, he's, pride, got, bro. he's got campaigns about having tattoos removed. I, I, why? It's so weird. I still find it amazing that you thought you'd get a good Transformers movie out of this. I didn't think I would, but like, it's just... Have you guys seen the... And now, I feel like, and now I feel like listening for the last five minutes to you talk about it, I feel like I've seen it and I feel dirty. Yeah, have you guys that's seen how I still the, feel now and I the, watched uh, it. The cartoon Transformers? Yeah, I know yeah, you yeah, have. That's yeah. the best. Because that's, that's like... Prime... Just yeah, because Prime goes down and becomes Ultra Magnus. Mm. That's a fucking story. Mm. And like, you know, that soundtrack with John yeah. Cafferty? You got the touch. Mm. Hell yeah. Give me some of that shit. All right. So but you, anyway, moving on. You fucked up. Transformers it's, hurt someone me, had to watch hurt it. me good. Yeah. And from what the internet is saying, they've got scripts for another 12 of these. Oh, Jesus. Mate, they, they would have... They would have... They must put them through like a... There is no there is no narrative consistency. There doesn't need to be. They just need Michael Bay or some Michael Bay cunt to be alive so they can fucking make those films. Those scripts are made with an Excel macro. Hmm. Just push enter and F9. Bang. Transform script. Hmm. But anyway, I feel, I feel, Sam I just seems feel like really I just upset. Feel, yeah, I just do, no, I, do not watch it. it I feel was, like I've watched it. I it feel like rough. I've watched it. and I feel dirty. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I've got all you guys and girls oh, out there good. feeling dirty. It is the sixty. You need to put yeah. like some kind of warning at the front of that conversation so that people can know. Warning could trigger talking about transformers. Mm. So okay, so that's what I did. Give me something week. positive now. Can I give you something positive? Give me really something quickly. Positive. Uh, I watched a two-hour and forty-minute film called Ran by Kira Kurosawa for the Sydney Film Festival. Fantastic! Yeah, it's a sick movie. Great movie. Saw it on the big screen. Wow, nice. Nineteen eighty-five, I think it was made. It's fucking amazing. You should have spent your money doing that, Brendan. But instead, you're a dickhead. You went, you saw a dinosaur, and you were like, "Ooh, Grimlock!" And then went and watched Michael Bay. In spite of, in spite of your better judgment and the advice of Everyone, you want to saw Transformers instead. You didn't give me any advice. That's really harsh, Sam. Like mm. it was, it was pretty harsh. Relax, man. Yeah, no. Calm down. I need something uplifting. 
Bring me back, guys. Bring me back. No. Well, <laughs> yeah, you, you stay out there. When you're <laughs> you rot. You rot out there. <laughs> Did anyone like Transformers? Let us know. I would like. I won't. We won't be, you know, aggressive in the same way that I was to Brennan just a moment ago. But I would actually be interested to see if anyone genuinely thinks these are good films. Sadly, and I know he doesn't listen to this podcast, but a guy I used to be mates with way back when, he's on my Facebook friends list. Mm. He went and watched it the same night and, and he posted a status and it was like, just watch the last night. So fucking good. Everyone has to see it. And I'm like, dude, I really want to get in on this right now and give it to him. But I'm like, I just you've got those no. friends on Facebook that are like that just the really sort of cringe people that you're like I can't unfriend you because they're the sorts of people who will be like why'd you unfriend me it's like what uh, just do it just unfriend them mm. unfriend him Brendan might do yeah mm. anyway right. what we're gonna do we're gonna go through the week that was with E3 um, I did think I was there for sort of a few weeks prior went and seen Kind of Funny Live did a whole heap there that was awesome don't really want to dive too heavily into that. I thought we'd just focus on E3. Mm-hmm. Frontline, boots on the ground styles. Give you my hot takes of what I saw, what I played. Pros, cons, everything in between. Mm. And yeah, give me give me some give me some insight as, as we're talking about these two. Like what things you saw that were great or you know, throw questions. Maybe not throw so much abuse at me, Sam. I'm pretty fragile after you just uh, <laughs> taking me to task there. But um <laughs> Yeah, so it's all it all started. I, I, I got into mm, it's good. Yeah, pizza for breakfast though is fantastic. Mm. Fantastic. It's not really a pizza, it's, but it's you know it's close. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I flew into LA on the Saturday morning. I was in San Diego for a few days, hanging out with Ali and her fantastic partner Pedro, drinking, eating, having fun, all that stuff. Flew mm-hmm. into LA, got to my Airbnb, and there was an IGN pre-party. Right, it was open to the public. Um, in downtown Hollywood. So I, I went along to this. Similar to experiences with E3 as a whole, because it was opened up to everybody, it was mm. shoulder to shoulder, wall to wall, queues on queues to get drinks. So I was only there for about an hour and a half because it was just ridiculous. That Couldn't sucks. move. So just on that, like let's uh, talk about these crowds. So who was kind of going to this? Is it your general convention crowd of, you know, part cosplayer part yeah yeah long time like, like if, if you want to copy and paste say a pax crowd or an eb expo crowd or a well not a supernova crowd because that's typically majority cosplay mm. and, and that style but like mm. um they confirmed there's about i think it was just under sixty nine thousand total people attended pax i oh mean boy. e3 this year yeah right last year there was fifty one thousand, so there was another you know eighteen thousand people on top so 30 odd percent on top from years prior um, there was a good energy as a whole at E3. Um, I think having the general public there, like had had the had the um, hall booming, like everyone's excited. They just saw press conferences. They just played this, so there was a lot of energy, a lot of positive emotion. And then the queues came. Like uh, I got there on the first day. We're sort of jumping a few days here, but I'll, I'll just sort of say when I got there, like the, the show opened up on the Tuesday morning, um, and and I got there early. And I was inside early and I watched and the crowds opening the doors to... It looked like one of those scenes you see in a viral video about one of these like Black Friday sales in America. Oh, no. Just people just charging. That yeah. just, I hate that Trampling. about people. Yeah. That really upsets me. 
like like have a look um there's there's a few videos i've got a few i need to actually upload the one with that little video because um, like what there. are you any e3 rushing injuries? in for any e3 injuries or deaths there wasn't any deaths no doubt there would have been some injuries because one of the biggest things i noticed in parallel of say the standalone press conferences security was very very relaxed for e3 wow and not not relaxed maybe relaxed isn't the right word it's i think they were underprepared they talking, didn't have enough people on the ground to so adequately check everybody. Even just not security guards, but even just like um, like volunteers yeah, or yeah. Um, general floor. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. It was, and and seeing that first opening salvo when those doors open and like you can hear the security cards before it. They're like, now don't run, walk in an orderly fashion. Duh, duh, duh. And the second the doors open, everyone's just like, fucking book it, Nintendo booth, Sony booth, and it was. Yeah. I'm surprised, like there w- there would have been injuries, no doubt, because people were just getting smashed. You would, but eh? you would run, mm. and because otherwise s- you're in line for four what, hours yeah. for like 15 minutes a game. Yeah, the lines the lines are bullshit. We'll talk more about that in a bit. So, IGN pre party, meh, it was all right. I, I went to an IGN full studio tour in San Fran, uh-huh. which was fantastic. Anyone's mm. going to San Francisco, um, check out the IGN schedule because they do these things uh, every couple of months or so, a couple of times a week. Uh, really cool to see behind the curtain, see where all the podcasts are recorded, where all their video content's recorded, the you know the the, the sales floor, the the sort of front of camera stuff running around. How does it stack up against Hungry HQ? Mm. We've got a little bit of work to do. We got a little bit of competition, do we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was very impressive. Like, um, I don't like it when people are catching up to us. <laughs> like, you sort of saw the small humble beings. That was almost like a like almost like a storage closet that they used to record the podcast in for a long time in there. And it's mm. still set up and it's still real humble. And it's like, you know, just an average desk like we're sitting at here in a, in a sort of pretty blank room. Yeah. But now on like where they're recording Beyond and Scoop and all these other podcasts now, and it's, it's you know, no centers spared. It's top dollar. Wow. Millions of dollars worth of equipment. It's, it's a very, very high end um, setup. As you'd know, like IGN are the industry leaders in that sort of space. That's right. But it was cool. Uh, to meet a lot of the people that work there, sort of pick their brain a little bit, get some photos, so on and so forth. So I would recommend doing that. It's free of charge. Um, there so, you go. That's a hot tip for anyone wow, in San Francisco. That's a great free yeah. of charge. San Francisco. Yeah, it goes. It went for about two hours thereabouts, which is pretty cool. Cool. Um, well worth it. And at the end of it, they do like a big group photo, which is good. So you've got something to uh, which you commemorate the, your time. Right in the you middle. You were the dead center of Bang, that photo. Bang, smack in the middle. Yeah. The which big, I'm sure was by accident, but... Nah. It's also kind of like special, right? Brendan's like, I'm top dog. It it was by accident. In in my mind, I'm sitting there going, how can I sort of position myself to get closer to Naomi Kyle? But uh, (laughs) instead, I end up bank smack in the middle. Uh, That's I'm She's lovely, by the way. She's lovely, by the way. Oh, it's nice. Um, So doubling back, IGN pre-party was a mess. I had two beers left. Then I went went to the EA Play press event. So EA Play or EA Electronic Arts, they did an event leading up to E3 where on, on the Saturday night, it was a closed-off event to media and, and special guests where they had early access to um, their, their sort of EA Play stand. So they had like Battlefield available, Need for Speed, New FIFA, all their slew of titles. But then they had an after-party um, in this thing and up on the rooftop, they had our, uh, our rap fiend Naz playing. So Ooh, I got to I saw this. listen to a few beats from Naz just at this random event at EA, at EA um, that EA are putting together, which was cool. Like, it was so bizarre. Khaled's holding out of, on the new album. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of Naz fans at E3. 
Yeah. 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 I don't know why. That, like, like it was interesting, but um, EA Play was awesome. Um, the, the queues the next day, um, I went there the next day as well and sort of played some stuff, but the general public got um, access on the Sunday, Monday, and, the, um, and a bit of the Tuesday. And the queues were around the corner, down the block. It almost wrapped around onto itself again. Like the queues were four hours long to get into this thing. So power to everyone that did queue up because it was worth it once you got in. But my God, just the, the, the ongoing theme of E3 and all these subsequent events is patience because you're waiting a lot. You know, you're, yeah. you're waiting to play a game. You're waiting to get in. You're waiting to order your lunch. But see, even as like media, I mean, obviously, yeah, like lunch lines and things like that. But even with a media pass, like surely you jump into the front of the line. Or you got some scheduled time. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, um, I, I was lucky in the fact that media passes they're, they're probably fairly simple to obtain, but the hard part is then booking all your appointments. Mm-hmm. So I had I had appointments scheduled for every day, so I knew at time X I'd go to the Sony booth. Um, two hours later I'd go see Logitech I'd go see Devolver XYZ so I'm, I'm avoiding all the queues maximizing the time where a lot of the general show floor public they'd get in they'd queue for three hours play one game for 10 minutes queue for another one alright 10 minutes let's talk games hang on we going days here or do you want to what games are we going here well I was going to say you know give me your top 10 games that you played give me a day give me a day Give me your top 10 days that you were there. <laughs> this is just getting out of, out of control. It's out of control. No, so keep going. Day one. So day one, that, that pretty much wraps day one. So day two, Sunday, mm-hmm. EA Play. Played Battlefield, uh, Battlefront 2. Yeah. Fantastic. Played 20 on 20. It was the level they demoed at the press conference. Um, Clone Army, Android Army. Massive, massive big battles. It was great because the level started this big, massive open area and it's yep. sort of three-stage level. Like you've got to... Um, as, as one of the armies you have to sort of make your way in to sort of uh, shut down this palace and as it as you get through these progressive levels in the game um, it, the, na- the scope narrows so it becomes a bit more of a choke point a little bit more sort of um, close quarters uh, crazy chaos especially when someone's like running around as Darth Maul or, here's or my Rey question. Boba Fett yeah here's my question did you get to play as a hero? I got to play as Darth Maul okay and he's What's that like? he's nuts. super fast yeah Dual lightsabers, running around, spinning. You know, like anyone, such a boss. anyone seen the Phantom Menace knows yeah. he's a wrecking machine. Yeah, and that's exactly what he was doing in this. And then, did you also did you get into any of the aircrafts? I did. I, I got what into the like? aircraft. It sort of looks like a tadpole. Um, it's sort of a tadpole with the two sort of side engines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the weird one from the Phantom Menace and um, the the Clone Wars one. I can't remember what the ship like, what the exact like it's f-wing or whatever it's some letter sure. attached with something else okay um i'm still not very good at flying in this game was it easier though because it sucked in battlefront one the controllers seemed a little bit tighter okay in the air combat but the one whoever it was that i was trying to dogfight in the sky he was clearly a lot better than me because i got taken down pretty quick uh but it was cool because i was sort of zipping around um zipping around the skyline and you can sort of duck in and shoot shoot the troops that are running around sort of the buildings and everything mm-hmm. it was felt intense like it felt like i was in a star wars film which is good and that's what everyone wants yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and um the just, multiplayer wasn't a problem no nah, it was just the lack of single player yeah and now that they've addressed that obviously with this standalone sort of uh new story that uh janine gavanka is sort of facing as the as the lead character mm-hmm. i'm excited for that 
Um, I also went to on that day, I went to the Microsoft press conference. So this was the one I was the most excited for because, you know, in, in the console wars, I'm a Xbox fanboy first and foremost, I'd say for the most part. I'm pretty, pretty neutral, but, you know, the green X, that's, that's my boy. That's my, my mm. home. Sure. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It came out the I'm wrong way. I'm sitting on Sony's side, so you know. So, obviously, hype was ripe with Project Scorpio. Yeah, which what, is the was Xbox it? One I, X. I don't think so at all. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, the Xbox One X. So yes, they they came out, and I think they. They started the, that press conference so well, like especially in it the, was a great conference in the uh, Coliseum where this was getting um, showcased. Like there was a lot of energy, a lot of high production values. High came out. It's not Project Scorpio. It's Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. Then they sort of briefly dove into some of the specifications a little bit more, and then they went into Forza Seven, which was cool. But then it just dragged, mm. and they're like, "Oh, new Porsche Nine Eleven." 2018 GT world I still, unveiling. I still have a problem with that. And, but that's that's what Porsche have had this model known as for 20 I still plus think, years. I still think they could do better to market it. Like, well, Sam, you can you I can, can change, put you in touch you with can Porsche Australia, and you can talk digits. to them. If you can't change three digits, what the fuck are you doing? You should just so in like 2001 or 2002 after 911 they were still calling their new Porsche models yeah. the 911 and they were calling it that in like the late 80s as well. Do you want to know why, That's Sam? Crazy. Because you don't change the name of your product after a terrorist attack. You don't let the terrorists win. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I feel like it just it's just it doesn't it strike you you're, guys you're as with odd? me. I'm with you. I like yeah. that. Just yes, it's called 911 because that's what it's fucking called. Mm. You know, you don't change <laughs> your thing because oh well, you know the. Don't give in to the terrorists. But on this topic, weird. yeah, well, it's just America as a whole, wouldn't they change their like emergency number then? Yeah, true. But they call it nine one one though. You know what I mean? They they <laughs> would just say nine one one. Splitting hairs, mate. You splitting hairs. No, there's a big difference, I think, between like referring to like that fucking horrible, tragic day as nine eleven, and then saying the Porsche is nine eleven. Well, let's see if the public are on your side, Sam. Send us a tweet to we are. I'm just saying it's weird, and I'm saying you could market it differently. That's tweet what us. I'm saying. Tweet Sam. Tweet tweet me. Like, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's <laughs> really like to unpack Porsche nine eleven gate. Yeah. Don't just chuck gate on everything. Yeah. That's we've got to stop. You're very quick. You're very quick. No, we're all quick to do that. I don't do it. I don't like this pack mentality. You little rabid dogs are showing (laughs) up. Pack pack mentality. So you were at Microsoft and, um, it dragged like the Forza thing was was great. It was cool. But then they went too deep into this, Porsche 911, 911, whatever, Carrera, whatever. whatever, this Porsche. Nine, I'll, I'll shut get, up, I'll, Sam. I'll yeah. get, I'll and, get, it, uh, and it got lost, lost, and then they were using, you know, word trickery with sort of how they're presenting games about yes. quote-unquote exclusives. So ah. did that just confuse the fuck out of everyone there? Because it definitely confused me when I was watching it. It confused a few, but um, I, I was sitting with... People were bewildered mm. in the audience. Oh, like, what is that Constantly is it, bewildered. Is it a time exclusive? Is it... Microsoft exclusive yeah but, console um, exclusive I didn't like that term console exclusive or launch exclusive was the other one yeah because okay so just reiterating console exclusive means that it's only on it could potentially, only Xbox it could, but it's PC as well yeah it's yeah. on it's already released on PC for a lot of them like um oh, uh, there was an MMO I forget which MMORPG they were you're talking about like Battlegrounds 
Well, it's not an MMO. No, no, no not Battle. Anyway, but there are a few there that have already been released on PC, been out forever, but they're yeah. all console exclusive. But yeah, like uh, PUBG Battlegrounds, yeah. you know. Yeah, so a lot of that bloody salesman silver tongue shit going on in there. And, and yeah. I guess for general public, it created unnecessary excitement when they hear there's 42 games getting shown and 22 of them are exclusives. Yeah. And then, then you find out some are timed exclusives. Like I have no issues with the the Windows based exclusive when it plays on the the Xbox One series as well as Windows Ten. I like that play anywhere ecosystem they've created now. I think that's great. But who are they fooling? You know what I mean? Mm. Like it, it's just all, all it was was to try and like build themselves up that they've got more exclusive IP. Like yeah, they, they, Phil Spence has since come out and said they are working on two or three AAA Xbox or, or Microsoft First based party. exclusives. Yeah. But they're so early in development, they didn't want to do what Nintendo did where they just pulled up a still image, you know, um, Metroid Prime 4, and that was it. It's coming or it's in development. Got hype. And, and it got so hype. Sorry, about that, but it got hype. But they wanted to... Seeing a little dude tell me there's add a... Add some substance. Seeing a little dude tell me there's a, a Pokemon game coming to the Nintendo Switch, that was fine. Mm. That was enough. Yeah. But I, was happy to do. I don't need to see what it looks that, like. That That's could enough. be some really like messed up you know anti-hype bullshit going on because yeah. it's like it could just be you know pokemon uh costume change where you, you just have pokemon and you put different outfits core on game. No, they said core no, game. They, they said core game rpg pokemon rpg yeah. made by um game freak game freak yeah. so so they've got the big boys involved um it, to what degree we we don't know with that game but yeah it did get people yeah, hyped like that's enough and the show floor is buzzing from that but microsoft they came out a little bit lackluster. Strong, yeah, yeah, a little and bit then, lackluster. And then it sort then. of fizzed a little bit here and there um, regarding, yeah, the overall mixed message. Um, another press conference I went to that day, I uh, went to the Bethesda press conference. It's really short, about 40 minutes or so. Yeah. The press conference as a whole was a bit of a fizzer. Um, I think it was probably one of the best executed because it was just, here's a game, bam, here's a trailer, here's some gameplay, bam, 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 like it was clear, it was concise. Content heavy. They created Bethesda Land, which was fucking awesome. There was Ferris wheels, there was sideshows, there was, you know, Wolfenstein-themed diner set up, there was games to play, there was Nuka-Cola to drink. So they they went all out in that regard. There's Nuka-Cola everywhere. It's sort of like a Mountain Dew, sort of tasty, really, like Mountain Dew 7-Up. I love Mountain Dew. Yeah. but um, like Nuka-Cola. Yeah, you might do. You might do. So I think as a whole, Bethesda and their look and their delivery was great, but they didn't need a press conference. The only two games that were worth talking about at the end was bloody um, Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus, Evil Within, and Evil Within Two. Mm-hmm. Everything else was just rehashed. Mm. They sort of went, you know, here's here's Elder Scrolls uh, Skyrim on the Switch. Yeah, here's I, um, VR Fallout Four. I really wanted to see New you Elder, Scrolls. New Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Uh, and Wolfenstein just doesn't do it for me. Wolfenstein looked great, and and I got a behind the scenes sort of media viewing of it in a little bit of an extended light on the show floor during E3, and it looks awesome. Anyone that hasn't played Wolfenstein: The New Blood, go pick it up. I think you can get it for like under twenty bucks, and it it's look- one of the best first person shooters on PlayStation Four and Xbox One. Ooh, really? Yeah, it's just fun, tight controls, gory, big weapons, big set pieces. It's just, just good fun. It's yeah. a fun game. And that, there's going to be more of this with the new Colossus. Okay. It looks bonkers though. Like when they open with that real trailer, like sort of set in the 
60s or whatever and she's walking yeah. along and the guy's stuck under the car and the big robo dog smashes it over to save him but then destroys Is everything. Is that not like it's, it feels so much uh, so very similar to Fallout for me. Um, Fallout where the Nazis won basically. The, that's, what it, that's what it feels like to me and uh, it's sort of same era okay. same aesthetic. I, I'll, um, I'll agree on the aesthetic but I think tonally to a degree it feels like Remember the, the the shitty two games that I try and forget, Homefront? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. That's the kind of look they're going for where, right. you know, yeah, the, the baddies have won. America's under this evil regime. You're going to do good by it. But yeah, it does have that Fallout 4 skin to it. I'll admit yeah. that. Like it's got that it feel, 60s it era. It feels like 60s Fallout, skin. Fallout 4, just Nazi mod. But I'd love that. I'd love that. And, and, and sure. more BJ Blazkowicz. He's a fantastic fantastic protagonist hey, like, um, like speaking of uh, speaking of mods there's that little thing that Bethesda are doing now for oh, for Fallout yeah. 4, for Fallout 4. Where, where they've opened up the um, the database so to speak uh, where you can creation club full creation club full, yeah, so full you, mod support on console now yeah so you submit the mod and then they make money off it Is that you can how it works? like I think the general public can submit but it's mostly from predetermined or, oh, that's or quote right. unquote so they make it but they but they've been found so, to be copying well-known mods well they've got they've got um their in-house yeah. um uh dev team dev team sorry yeah uh and then they've also allowed for third-party developers to also create mods but there's there's presumably some kind of authorization process That'd in be, the middle there imagine if we got like an 8-bit craig mod for fallout 4 Fucking make it. That'd be sick. Yeah. Someone make Someone it. could. Like, yeah. Someone could. That'd be awesome. But I wish yeah, I had it's... some kind of ability in that regard because well, I'd love to do let's that. Let's throw that out there to our fans. Uh, if you can create an 8-bit Craig uh, Fallout mod, I'll send you a t-shirt. It is, it is a bit of bullshit. A little bit of bullshit, I think. That they're charging like, for it? Yeah, just because it's like it was it was something that wasn't necessarily like a marketplace, an established marketplace. And they've taken this really cool thing and then they've made it a market for which they control mm. and like fair enough it's their games like you know they have a right to do it but it just seemed like I mean that's the reason Skyrim's still around is just because mm. for so long people have modded the shit out of it to make it more interesting than what it was yeah um yeah uh, anyway how was how was uh, bloody Zelda uh, <laughs> Zelda time <laughs> for the Switch it's so weird is that like, Zelda what yeah so so with with um Skyrim coming to the Switch yeah they've announced that there's like a chest you can get or I'm guess it's probably just come you just, oh, you just tap yeah, the yeah, amiibo yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently that's, right, that's yeah. what they did they oh that's the right you get your little you get your little amiibo something, and you get the full Link sort mm. of outfit from Breath of with the, the, the shield yeah. and the sword and you run around as like a giant Norseman in the Link costume really like that's cute but it's not I don't know it's a bit yeah, like downplaying. I, I'm sure pandering. somewhere, yeah, it is. I'm sure somewhere there's just like a modder that's already done that. Yeah, there you go. You know, yeah. you didn't notice. Like, what is, what's an amiibo these days? What are what are what are amiibos going for? Under twenty, I think. Yeah. But they're not. They didn't really take off that much. Oh no, they're still around. Their their hooks have firmly sunk into mm. a lot of the gamers out there. Mm. And they're clever, just like little things like that, where you can get a unique skin or a unique item. People yeah. froth that shit. Not me. But a lot of people I, that do. I'll tell you one thing I've frothed from Bethesda's was, yeah, Evil Within 2. I thought that trailer yeah. looked sick. It was so artistic. Yeah. That, that was a big call, that one. Like, mm. that's like the first one... Bit, bit of a mic drop The first moment. one didn't sell huge. It's scary as fuck, though. It was very but scary. It's culty. The enemies, yeah. it's, it's got a yeah. real... The enemies have a real, like, uh, Hellraiser vibe to them. So let's throw that out there to people if you haven't played Evil Within 1. 
Um, play it. Absolutely. Play yeah. It. Is that on Steam? It should be on Steam. It's on Steam and it's yeah. on console as well. Oh, hey, might uh, be on the Steam sale. PSA, yeah, Steam summer sale. Happening now. Yeah, I bought like 15 games yesterday for about 50 bucks. Wow, nice. Yeah, I'm going to give it a hit tonight. So, yeah, Evil Within, it's a continuation of the first one. Um, same sort of themes. Looks great on, on sort of the, the, the gameplay and the, and the trailer that they showed during their presser. Yep. I'm excited. I think one of the coolest things, though, in closing off that Sunday night with Bethesda is every game they showed is out this year. Yeah. And that was nothing that any of these other... Um, press conferences did I don't yeah I don't care about that so much you shut up <laughs> E3 no. is like but E3 is not like the good. only thing telling me about what's coming up in games yeah I know but it, it's I go like I, I like E3 because it tells me what to expect in the future like what's on the horizon I don't give a shit what's yeah, coming out this year. I know what's coming how, out this how do you Tekken define how do you define year, the horizon huh? yeah, how do you define the horizon like, that's what I mean like you get a lot of these other presses that we'll talk about or some of these games where they, they get you so excited and they don't even have a year attached to it. You sit there and go, fuck. Yeah, but this kind of cool. How I often mean, like, are they going to trot at, these games out? You look at something like HoloLens, like that, that kind of, yeah, it was a bit of a cringy Minecraft thing from like two years ago. But like HoloLens, something like HoloLens is so much more exciting to me than a game coming out, you know, in three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, you know, that's what's on the horizon, mm, you know. That's true. So... Monday with it saw the Intel press conference and the PC gaming show. Do you want to talk about that or just breeze through it? Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Shit, shit Terrible. That one. So shit. So badly executed. The only thing of note that they sort of came out with that, that got the crowd at least semi-interested was Age of Empires half, remastered. Half bar, you might say. Yeah. Yeah. They spent so much time hammering on about this new Core i9 processor. and then they, But then they were like, oh, you know, you, you, need, you need a processor like this to handle real resource heavy games like Overwatch and I'm like Overwatch is one of the fucking most optimized games on the market you stupid idiots they just resource wanted, heavy they just wanted to put that in oh, there oh they mean like like using your PC yeah, yeah. resources okay I'm with you yeah and I'm sitting there going they seriously use Overwatch yeah and then there's gotta be a reason that's, for the that. graphics in that game are not like no it's not no, world no. class Spe- specifically like Blizzard make a point of sort of dumbing it down so mm. to speak so yeah. it's so much more accessible yeah, yeah. why wouldn't it's they say it's one of the most optimized else? games fucking on the roll market. on it Roll my Intel i3 and still play Overwatch. All, all it was for was just for the sake of putting Overwatch in to try and get the crowd hype. That's all it was for. Yeah. yeah. But like, it was just weird the execution they had. Um, a male host and they had a female host. Oh, but no. the female host was like, because it was a split level um, stadium that went to the showcase. Oh, yeah, you're saying this. Yeah, yeah. And she was upstairs for her segments. Like, they'd always cross to each other, right? They'd be like, let's cross over to. She was a streamer. His name was like Kitty Raw XX or something. Can't remember exactly. But like they'd cross to her. She's still on MySpace. And <laughs> she's on she's on Vampire Freak. She's on Bebo, yeah. But her segments were, Vampire Freak. Her segments were pre-recorded for one. Because you could see the same background, like like she was directly above us. So you'd sort of you'd follow the lights up, right? Yeah. Was she was she there in person? What's going on? I'm, I didn't I'm having see a her. hard time. I did not see this. her. Brendan, you you're the magic of Hollywood is being ruined for you. But but it was made even worse by was pre-recorded but then they still they must just done it in one take because she'd sort of stumble on her words or say things wrong well, maybe to make it or more maybe natural she was there might be on a time she was from a teleprompter maybe they sure? were, were doing that on purpose to make it look like she was live yeah that's the only but then 
the that's what the we thing did that didn't with work. The intro. Yeah, yeah. With because there was lights right beside the beside the stage. There were these two big pillars, and they sort of changed colors. They went from blue to red to yellow, and all this. Okay, and you could see it from floor to ceiling, and so she's directly above us, and you could see those same lights behind her. But when they crossed to a live, the lights were different color oh, from mate, her to what they were showing. Like. He's really picking this it's apart. Just, it's it's production, mate. It's, look, no, but it's you'll I, understand that I, one day when we have our live show and we have our production assistant telling us how they're going to do it. I feel you'll like fire them because there's fucking shit house. <laughs> I feel like there's more to unpack here. I want to hear if someone else has a contrary opinion to you about whether Kitty Raw XX from Vampire Freaks was actually there in the flesh. I, I didn't see her. Not. In the fur. I didn't see her there. In the fur. <laughs> but it was just... Paws out. So lackluster, so yeah. much of a fizzer, both of them. And because and they did an Intel pre-show before, right? Then they just repeated 90% of the Intel pre-show in the PC gaming show. So that right. sucked. So it was all crap. So that sucked. So Monday was a bit of a low point there. And then I went to the Sony presser that night. Um, got good early access to a few games on there. Got to play Far, uh, new Far Cry. Got a little bit sourced. Got Far a little bit Cry. sourced. Let's get the goss on that. On the drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell so, me. So they had a had a media mixer before it from three till um, just up until seven. Presser kicked off at seven. Mm-hmm. So free nibbles, free drinks. Or as they call it, a liver punish. Some might. Do they? Is that what they call it? <laughs> Some might. Every one of these things that we go to, it's like a media thing is always just like punishing your liver until I think that's you just us. have to die. <laughs> I think that's just our approach. So so I was drinking some Bud Lights, eating some popcorn, and Bud Light. played a bit of Needs for Speed play, uh, Payback while I was there. Pay, played Far Cry 5 while I was there. Far Cry was fantastic. So um, you played the, the demo... Um, they displayed during correct, correct. Um, Ubisoft's conference, right? No, during... Uh, yeah, during, yeah, during Ubisoft. Ubisoft's conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I got to play that demo. Um, I'm confusing it with Assassin's Creed because yeah, obviously yeah. they had... Yep, anyway. Yeah, so I got to play a bit of that. Got to play Assassin's Creed as well. Um, Far Cry 5 was so fun. It's, mm. You know, anyone that's played that series knows it's just this chaotic open world, do as you please, attack every objective however you like. I like this whole companion thing. You can have within the game as well. Yeah, you so got you've, dog meat. You've got Boomer, which is yeah, um, like a blue blue healer looking pup, who sort of not only can attack attack enemies, distract them, but also pick up items, bring you guns and things like that. You've got Nick, who's a, who's a pilot and he does sort of like bombing runs, and then you've got Grace, who's sort of the sniper. So if you're into that more close quarters shotgun in your face sort is that of style, kind of like the A team in a way, maybe. Or you've got like specialists. Yeah, yeah, like they yeah. are they are specialists. <laughs> I think not only because everyone loves dogs in video games, I think Boomer's going to be the, the crowd favorite, the cult hero of this oh, game. Doggers are the key to life. And, and but I, I found I, I was using Mister Mister Doggo, um, and and he had a lot more utility. Like Grace and um, Nick in in the plane, they can take damage and then they're knocked out for a little while. Where yeah. Boomer, you can't really take out of the fight, mm. so he's always there, able to disengage enemies, limping um, around, distract. Loyal. But it was nuts. Like running around uh, Montana, killing all these doomsday cultists. It was gory, bloody. Um, the, the combat felt tight, whether it be sort of close up or whether it be ranged. The weapons felt on point. Um, Is it much of a political or social commentary? Yeah, it, oh, it, it, huge, yeah, it is. But then there was some weird sort of lightheartedness and jokiness thrown into in that typical Far Cry um, sure. way they do it. Like yeah. tonally, it, it, it could have went real real dark real sure. real heavy yeah. and, and they touch on some of that you know with this 
cult taking over the town um crucifying people drowning people killing them public executions and all that but then there's this real sort of light-hearted black comedy in there from time to time as well so mm. it's it worked yeah just as long as they don't sort of lean too far onto the comedy i think it might lose its way a bit like if they can keep it tonally somewhere in between i think it's going to go well coming out in feb so i was surprised I actually had floor access to the game you know it's nine months away and it's and it's playable on the floor where a lot of these other games were just trailers played need for speed there if you love fast and the furious films you're gonna love this game i'm gonna love this game sick i'm gonna love this game yeah felt tight controls well looks great what are the cars like because it's not really about cars and customization anymore is it? it's more about saving no, the world. there's there's customization you can still do the the full custom um body kits and, okay. and the crazy colors and the, and the sprays and the stickers and all that shit good so okay, any, good. anyone that loves to Take, I do love that to take their skyline and trick it out however they like I'm not a car guy but I love those games yeah you'll you'll, you'll love this good um, but the one thing that sort of I think will probably get a bit long in the tooth really quick is the the car takedowns uh. so in the trailer you saw yeah, you're pretty much reenacting scenes from like Fast and Furious 1 where you're trying to stop this truck to get this Bugatti out of the truck but then all these Typical bad evil cars, you know. For some reason, in all film black games, it's always a black car, right? The black's always a bad guy. So you've got this slew of black BMWs, unless it's Toretto, unless it's Toretto in his old muscle car. That's yeah. it. <laughs> but then he goes bad in the latest for a bit. Yeah, but even then, it's still they were telegraphing it seven films back. You see, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're taking down these BMWs. He's, to- a, he's a fucking national hero. <laughs> Vin <laughs> Diesel. He's a goddamn national treasure. I don't know about that. Yeah. No, no trust me. He's he, pushing it. His, his peak was pitch black. Yeah. Nah, or, or he's, Groot. His peak was dancing <laughs> on YouTube to Crazy in Love in his hotel room drunk, putting it on a webcam and then putting that on YouTube. Yeah, that was him be peaking. Good. Okay, I haven't seen that, so I might check that out. That's after great. This. Please, but anyway, everyone watch that. Doing these side missions... Anytime you, you you sort of smash one of these cars and take them out of commission, it does that slow motion down, burnout style where you're doing this big set piece and you see the car flipping and turning and sparks flying and car debris going everywhere. And it's cool to start with. But I'm sitting there going, if I'm playing this for 10, 20 hours and I have to see this 700 times or whatever, it's going to get pretty, pretty long really quick. I, I feel like you're just, you won't. Pay attention Can you to turn it. that feature off? I don't know. I, I didn't pause it and check through the menus, so maybe you could. Yeah, I feel like you'd have to. Maybe. And that would make sense if you could because, yeah. It's I'm still going to get this game. I'm yeah. definitely getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Drift so, Wars. I won't be Vin Diesel. I'll be Johnny Unleaded. Cool. <laughs> what? Sounds about right. I don't know. It's my, it's my, it's my pseudo uh, so the Sony, alter ego. The Sony press that was in Vin this Diesel. big, massive grand ballroom was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just like last year, they opened with like live musical performance. Instead of the big um, sort of traditional opera band, they had sort of this, I don't know what you'd class them as, like just tribal sort of drum beats and chants and you know, real primitive primitive sort of um, music. It was cool though. Like, yeah, sort of tribal music. Yeah. And then they had this, this big set piece from the, from the um, ceiling to the floor of water coming down and... Whoa. It was sort of changing patterns as it's falling. It was like a that's know, pretty, oh, 10, 15 meter those drop. Those things, yeah. They had that in the Hyundai. Ad. It looked yeah. awesome. So it was sort of doing that in time with this music oh, and it sick. hyped it up really well. Um, Sony was nice and short and punchy where they only had sort of um, people come out on stage two or three times total. Mm. Real quick sort of um, 
10, 20 second dialogue, then more games. Yeah. It's whack, 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 whack. But they rehashed their 2016 press conference almost. Like they came out and they showed more God of War. They showed more Days Gone. They showed more Detroit. And some of the, like they look great and they're awesome. But Detroit didn't even have a uh, release date, not even a year. Yeah, the hype on this game is going to die off now. I just think it's going to fade. I, I was hoping no, that no God of War... They missed their fucking point. No, like, oh, that no was the right about, time. No one talks about Detroit, it seems like, unless it was like... Everyone's talking about it after E3 last year. Mm. Yeah. Everyone's kind of talking about it again a little bit now. Mm. No one's talking about it in between. And But that's... that's it'll Quantic, come out, it'll be fine. Like, Quantic, they, they're similar to a rock star. They take their time with making games. They work to their own schedule. Um, I got to play Detroit at the uh, Sony booth behind closed doors. I got to replay the original um, reveal from E3 2016. So you play Connor the detective and you sort of got to go through um, this sort of multi-rise apartment crime scene and you know you, you look at the clues and you try and analyse the crime scene. Very LA noir. And then there's a rogue android that's sort of standing on the, uh, the edge of this building with a little girl. You know, he's threatening to kill her or throw her off the edge or whatever, and you've got to obviously talk him down based off your research or reading the room, so to speak. It was awesome. Uh, funnily enough, after the opening credits when I was playing it, I thought I was still in the cutscene, and so I stood there for about five, six seconds, and then the guy sort of said, oh, you, you're playing now. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, it looks that good. Like, oh, wow. Graphically, it was very impressive. Uh, the controls... And the movement structure felt a lot smoother than, say, a, a heavy rain where, where the movement was sort of a bit jagged at times. You're playing on a PS4 Pro? Playing, playing on a PS4 Pro. Okay. Looked gorgeous. Um, I had a ton of fun with this. I'm, I'm really excited. Heavy rain was, was and still is a great game. You know, it's, mm. it's a game that you want to go back and have multiple playthroughs to get the true ending or the varied endings. You know, there's that butterfly effect through the whole game. Um, the latest trailer for Detroit looked awesome, though, with Marcus and this other unnamed... AI trying to lead this this revolution to to activate and, and make all these androids aware and uprise against the bad humans that are creating them. I, I like it. It's it's got a Deus Ex um, real Deus Ex vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Not not sort of full cyberpunk, but you know that AI mixing with human human society, mm-hmm. um, being human. That TV show that only made one season with Carl uh, Urban. A lot of vibe to that. A lot of vibes in that. Did you? You that. didn't like that show. I did. I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, we're underrated. Well worth watching, actually. Okay. It's good fun. Um, yeah, but Sony, they they just seem to seem to play it safe. You know, they they came out with the big boys, and it was mostly just more hype, more hype, more hype. Well, the thing is, is like I think with a bigger company like Sony, where their uh, product reaches far beyond video games, like because they're under such heavy scrutiny and they've got to be way more concerned about share prices and stuff, like, they really do have to play it safe because if they don't, like, it could be a knock-on effect for the rest of their business. So I kind of get that. Whereas the smaller studios, it's like, that's all they do. So, Mm. you know, they could throw something out there. Yeah, like, I can admire that they just came out with the big dogs, you know, the the home run hitters. They they announced the... The Frozen Wilds DLC for Horizon, which which was probably my favorite announcement of the Sony press conference. You know, I'm a massive Wouldn't Horizon fan. Yeah, uh, that's coming out later this year. Game of the year. Game of the year so far for me. Yep, hundred nah. percent. Yeah, you haven't played Tekken yet. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> 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 what was that? Yeah, was, I don't know, was that I heard you imitating me? Or? Yeah, pretty much. That's your alter ego. Yeah. So, <laughs> days gone. 
expanding on on that initial gameplay last year it was like oh great another open world survival zombie game ho-hum mm. but the expanded time that they showed with that game during that presser was great i'm excited for it um could give a shit the zombie bear at the end was pretty cool i don't want to go into too much detail about it all because as i said we're trying to avoid just re-speaking verbatim over yeah, these yeah. presses all the, Sony, all the things you need to see are on youtube sony Sony came out big and one of the other big announcements for them was that there's a Shadow of Colossus remaster coming out in 2018. Yeah. They've also said that they're going to fix the controls a little bit. What did you think of that? I was like, fucking yes. I never played Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, it's dude. so great. I know, I know, I know, so I know, but great. I've never played it. I, okay, I don't really think it's the same game. I think it is. Like, I've did you like, a lot of do you like God of War and stuff like that? Uh, Darksiders? Oh uh, yeah, I played Darksiders the first one. Do you like that God one? God of War three. I don't hate them. Okay, it's it's just like it's just that, boss battle. Like it's yeah, it, it's constant boss battles. But yeah. it's it's not just you stand there and hack and slash away. You obviously got to well, they climb, did a, navigate to the weak points. Yeah, didn't they do an, an Ico and Shadow of, yeah, yeah. Shadow of the Colossus pack join of, pack yeah. for PS three? Yeah, they did like a ten eighty p or yeah. Well, seven twenty. I'm sorry. I don't know I'm what sorry. I'm letting the, the team down on this one, but yeah, no, I, right. I I would like to play it. But that was that was awesome. It's coming out in 2018. Should play Ico. Um, so I'll do that. Th- yeah. That is and probably yeah. more to to the the Sony fanboys than anything. Like it'll it'll move some units, but it's not going to be a massive juggernaut as far as sales go. Right. But I thought that was really cool. On the Tuesday, the Tuesday morning opened with the Nintendo Spotlight. Really short. It was like half an hour. Just yeah. Like games, 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 games. Uh, but that was cool they, they came out and um, in conjunction with sort of the Ubisoft presser from the, the day before as well uh, Mario Rabbids did you talk about did, did we really touch on um, uh, Ubisoft we didn't but we can well did you go I didn't go to the Ubi presser no okay no that fucking that guy the um, developer for yeah Mario and Rabbids who was crying is crying yeah so <laughs> I think that's like the biggest takeaway from that everyone saw that first and was like mm. look at this dude crying over it, this stupid game it was game. very nice like it was and a then nice the game moment. actually looks pretty cool so, <laughs> like, looks so, amazing so yeah Mario X Rabbids Kingdom Battle uh, Ubisoft Nintendo crossover you know a la an XCOM as you said a tactics based game I, I wanted to dismiss it immediately Mm. Just because I couldn't give a rat's ass about Rabbids. Yeah. Um, for one, I love the Nintendo universe. I love the Mario universe. But then watching the surprising amount of depth in the combat and the strats that mm. you need to employ in this. And then I played it a little bit. And it was good. It, um, Yeah. It's good. And it's, it's something that I definitely look at picking up when it drops in October. It seems to have all of the, you know, all the right signs for a good tactics game. Mm. But um, still a weird, weird mashup. You know, I, th- I think Kerbo would love it. He's a big XCOM boy. Yeah. Um, the the sort of eight characters. I don't know if they've got different abilities. They didn't really big, dive um, into into that side. You're a big of it. Fire Emblem guy as well. Like this is right. Yeah, up yeah. Alley. It's like Codename Steam, Advance Wars. Yeah. Some of my favorite games. All like that shit. Yeah, that so strategy right. stuff is. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. So you've got Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Yoshi, and then you've got four rabbits wearing suits of those other four. Yeah. Mm. The, the rabid peach is just terrifying. Um, just makes me real uncomfortable because she's sort of a bit sort of out there and a bit, not slutty, but like, you know, unnecessarily flirty in the game for some reason. Rabid peach. Like they just sexed her up for no reason. Um, 
yeah, just rabbits. They're just weird looking little cra- little characters. Uh, but but I had fun. I played it for about fifteen minutes. Uh, navigated my way through. Battled a few. Um, battled a few enemies. I I don't really play many tactics games, so it was a bit of a learning curve. But I picked it up really quick. Yeah. I know it's probably level one or whatever, so it's easy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The 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 sort of um developer that was standing beside me sort of talking me through it they sort of mentioned that the skill cap does obviously go up as you progress through the world so there will be that constant challenge like you get in those other tactics games mm. but um a lot of good buzz about that game on yeah. the floor like people i was talking to people queued up in the nintendo lines they were hyped before e3 i think everyone was just like what is this shit yeah yeah, yeah. but seeing it and then a lot of people nonsense? playing it they were like you know what this is cool this mm. is cool this is Q. Yeah, so Nintendo Spotlight was interesting. Um, as you said, Pokemon, Metroid 4 Prime. They're the two big ones. And then there was another, obviously the, the Yoshi game as well that they announced. Mm. Uh, Mario Odyssey. I actually got a booth tour with looked Nintendo great. after the Spotlight. Everything there looked great. Played Mario Odyssey. For that about, could be the thing that makes me buy a Switch. Oh, the one sure. thing? The one thing? Well, that's a lot of good reasons to have a Switch. I know, but like... Already. Before it was just Zelda and now it's like Mario Odyssey and Zelda I could get a lot of and play out of it uh, yeah could do the AGPN Mario Kart battles they do every other night I was in that on I'm not very good at it though last I night I don't think that'd be last good night and um, I lost the championship by literally one point you fucking oh. Paul was on 197 Is that why I could and hear I was on yelling? 196 I could hear him yelling Mm. He says that, but he wasn't even home, so he's bullshit. <laughs> I feel like he's got PTSD, but now I know it's not that. Um, it's just Mario Kart. And the only other thing I... Oh, you, you weren't there. I don't want to touch it too much, but yeah, Beyond Good and Evil 2. With Ubisoft? Yeah, I I don't know. Everyone seems to be like super it's great. hot to trot about that a, one. A and lot of hype. Bring like it back. It's, like It's a great game. Like The original is cult classic well well worth time like you can get yeah. it on the xbox via backwards compatibility oh for nice 12 15 bucks something steam like that. on uh, steam probably uh, no, oh, i don't know i about still steam. i have not i'm not sold on it i never i knew nothing mm. about this game coming into like the e3 conference and could give a shit mm. and it just seems like this is something that everyone for the you know for the longest time have been you know the the biggest fans of and blah blah. It just seems like everyone's kind of come out of the woodwork. There was, to, there was to support a, this thing. There's a lot of hype, and, a, and the trailer it looks, doesn't have a year. Yeah, the trailer looked great. Although um, prototype gameplay footage is out. Yeah, but then at the end of it, they're like, also go to projectspacemonkey.com and help us build this game. Yeah, and like, I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means just join this community and mm. generate excitement, or if they're genuinely saying we need money to make this game or we need more I think should have been more specific I think it's just the community I think it's just building the community they've got the they brought all the key stuff up mm. yeah yeah like it was specific. a nice moment it was huge that was a big mic drop moment like that um was it Metroid yeah, Prime yeah, 4 right. Pokemon RPG and Shadow of the Colossus were probably four of the biggest um announcements that had the constant buzz on the floor the other one was Anthem Hmm. which I am yeah, that all cool. in on. Is that your top pick? Yeah, oh, it's up there. I it's said it's my favorite new, up there. my favorite new IP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and it's, or that and uh, Transference. I thought Transference looked pretty cool. Yeah. Transference? Yeah. Yeah, but they just didn't show much with Transference. Like on the Sony on the Sony um, announcement, they're, they're partnered in with Elijah Wood's studio that he partially mm. owns. And it's some VR game. 
but that's really it like it was cool art style I think it's a good way to market a VR game though mm. like I'm interested I'm genuinely interested in what the fuck this game looks like I did like the fact that How Sony had did come out and, and showcase five or six new VR PSVR mm. games because I think a lot of people out there were worried that the PSVR is dead you know they, they didn't have the units uh, they're still sort of in limited supply so yeah, people were worried if they're sort of trying to downscale and just shift focus but Came out showing them, showing the Inpatient, which is a pseudo prequel to Until Dawn, Supermassive Games. Mm. I played this in VR, fantastic. Scared the absolute piss out of me. Nearly fell off my chair in one scene going down this hallway. I'm excited because Until Dawn's one of my favorite yeah, games of the last game. five, ten years. Mm. Anyone that doesn't have it, pick it up. It is so good. Anyone that loves 80s B-grade slasher films or horror films, pick it up. Get on it. Um, went to Logitech play with some Logitech stuff on that day as well mm. um, some new keyboards and mice and, up and down and, some and joysticks headsets. yeah <laughs> sliding in those memory card slots they actually don't have memory card slots so it doesn't make any sense um, then I went to a, a, one of the after parties that night there was sort of a, a Twitch after party on so it was uh. interesting to to bump shoulders with a lot of streamers out there have a chat to some of them see what they're up to few drinks big night would have been some big dogs there too yeah big yeah. e3 a lot of heavy hitters, a lot of celebrities from all walks of life tv film wrestling just big <laughs> video game celebrities it was it was bizarre sort of just walking the show floor and just randomly like someone to walk past like holy shit that's bloody nolan north yeah or like samoa joe from the wwe or like <laughs> the cast of in this film or that TV show like mm. it was it was really cool really cool so Wednesday now, like, there goes Brendan from the Hungry Gamers yeah, I, I heard that at least once or twice in my head but that was uh, about as far as it goes Wednesday did the old Xbox booth tour uh, played a bit of Sea of Thieves which was pretty cool Looked great I'm so on for that game I'm so ready for that to come out yeah it's, it's just I think us creating a little little pirate community like us jumping on together playing this we're going to get the most out of it in that regard because mm. um, I'm, I'm worried that doing this this game solo or jumping in with random groups you're not going to get the most out of it because um, there, there is a heavy emphasis on teamwork and, and cooperation and I know you probably sitting there thinking oh, I love this like if you jump in with randoms and they're not doing what you want to do and it's just no, chaos no no no, no, like, no. Yes. I want to I want to raise the flag of Captain Kerbo and sail and kill all the, the scallywag pirates. You, you think I'd be captain? I think you'd be a good captain, Kerbo. You really proved yourself. Look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. I think it would be the funniest scenario. This this dick calling the shots. I here. think I would make <laughs> this it. dick calling the shots. <laughs> Get that semen on starboard. Done. Done. Get on I don't know, but I don't know, but my pants are already dropped. Abraham, you're on the poop deck. <laughs> dropped. So. But I'm I'm keen and like in even in the um in the yeah the Microsoft um, conference when they showed more footage of it you saw just at the end there the dude just jumps on the cannon and goes yeah shoots himself, shoots himself by the over. cannon yeah so ready for this it looks super fun um, it plays well I, I was playing it with a with a group of four people on the stand just running around pillaging you know trying to get this treasure and then you're sort of encountering enemies and then in conjunction with that you got rival pirate sort of groups coming onto the island to also try and get the treasure so you're not only dealing with other real life um, human enemies but also 
environmental enemies and, and sort of objective as you go. So it was super fun. Cool. Um, the technical alpha is still going. I think you can still apply to get into the technical alpha. It's on the uh, Windows as well as Xbox. I'm on there. It's good fun. Um, doubling back. Um, Skull and Bones, Fuck which was that. shown by Ubisoft, which is another Do we really need to even talk about one. It? I just wanted to tie it in because it, it does looks crap. synergize here nicely. It looks so bad. If, if you played Black Flag... Assassin's Creed Black Flag and you enjoyed the seafaring elements that's what this game is yeah there's no confirmation if you can actually control a character get off your boat that's or if it's just sea battles but that's like that's fine that was a fun part of Black Flag but as a but standalone a whole game, game yeah. it was a shit like I love I love Black Flag um, but yeah I don't want to have a whole game of sailing the seven seas and just shooting other ships like forget Skull and Bones yeah so Skull and Bones is a bit of a fizzer one that wasn't a fizzer Crackdown 3 oh so Xbox true exclusive Crackdown Three. <laughs> so there's no time. There's none of that. You don't think this was a fizzle? You perked up. Yeah, uh, you perked I, up. This is the like one of two games I was excited about. <laughs> yeah, coming so out of E3. It didn't look great, like playing it. Yeah, it didn't look great. Like the graphically, it almost that's looked a little bit last gen. Yeah, that's what um, I thought. Because it, but they have been preparing this game for a long time. Yeah. It's just gimmicky too. Like it looked yeah, really like gimmicky. If you've played Crackdown or you've played a Red Faction, it's just do as you please, destroy the entire environment, you know, single-story house, 50-story building, knock it down, throw yeah, things at it. You're a cop, so you got to like... Yeah, you're like an enhanced officer. Uh, you get abilities so you can jump further, you can fly, you've got super strength as yeah. you go, you level all these abilities up. The destruction level was pretty nuts. Mm. Like there's parts where I'm just picking up like a truck throwing it at this building because the enemy's in there building collapses down on it enemy dies things like that you feel pretty boss like mm. it's just fun um, and it sort of distracts you I guess from the graphics being a little bit undercooked at this stage uh, Terry Crews is confirmed as a playable character yeah which is which is interesting which is nice and it's a, nice. it's out just before the launch of the Xbox One X which yeah. is cool mm. so you can look at those bad graphics in, in 4K 4K yeah so that was one big Get misstep. All the teraflops. One big misstep with Xbox, I think, is with Sea of Thieves, with State of Decay, to a lot of these games that are IPs exclusive to Microsoft, they're not out in like with the launch of the One X. A lot of them are early twenty eighteen. So you get the One X in November, but all you really got that's coming out with that at the same time is Forza Seven and Crackdown Three. Yeah. I think I don't know why. Uh, they couldn't get Sea of Thieves as well as State of Decay 2 out with it as well. So that way you've got four games that are going to harness and showcase that uh, six teraflops. But they're not... Like, Sea of Thieves isn't the game that's going to really show you the yeah, power of 4K. That's, that's not... A, it's not that Forza. Neither is Minecraft in 4K for that matter. Yeah, which... Did you want to talk about that? No. <laughs> yeah, so Fuck they, they announced the... Redundancy. They announced honest. the Minecraft... Yeah. What was it? The... The 4K resolutions pack or uh, some shit, whatever. I don't know. Bit of fluff. There's now sun rays. My boxes look better. <laughs> That's okay. true. That's true. But um, one good thing on the Microsoft and Minecraft front is the cross-platform. Yeah. So you can play Minecraft not only on your Xbox One with PC, with Nintendo Switch, and iOS and Android. Sadly, Sony have said we don't want to play this game. Because in the back end of all this is an Xbox Live login requirement. So it's all hosted on Xbox Live. 
and it all synergizes between the respective brands. But Sony have said, we don't want to give up our our potential customer database here or, or we're fine with our Minecraft I think it's a good base. move for Sony to yeah sit out of that. Yeah, but they're doing the same thing as well. Um, doubling to the other crops platform play with Nintendo is um, Rocket League. Oh. Mm. So Rocket League confirmed for the Switch, which was pretty cool. I uh, can play between Xbox, PC, and Switch, but not the PlayStation as well. PlayStation, like, you know what? We don't need to play with these other losers. Yeah, no, we don't need you guys. And and yeah, they are winning the console war by a long way. So I guess there is probably a bit of arrogance attached to it for this gen. But you know, it's it's for the good of the gamers. Let everyone play together. Blur the lines. Blur those. Lines. I don't know. How, yeah, I don't know. I don't care as much. Like, I understand both sides of the coin, but it's weird that 80% of the community are like, yeah, we're all in. We'll, mm. we'll, we'll share our customer base. But then Sony are like, nah, we want to protect our, quote unquote, protect our um, protect our user base because we, we can't control how evil the, <laughs> the Xbox they Live. Cross play. They've got cross-play with, uh, like, I mean, Street Fighter V, cross-play between PC, PlayStation and PC. Yeah, and the same as Rocket League. They're the yeah. only two. So... Anyway, all right. It's another story for another day. For another episode of mm. 100 Gamers. Not, and not another, game, another game they showed and I played real briefly was Super Lucky's Tale. When the trailer was shown at E3, I actually thought it was New Conquers. Yeah. I thought, fucking yes, this is what they need. This is going to be great. And then it was just this weird little punsy side-scroller platformer. Not a big deal. Banjo-Kazooie looking rip-off. Yeah. Some for the kids, yeah. yeah. Some for the kids, Brendan. They don't. They can't all be Brendan White, you know. Horizon Zero Dawn's. Why can't they, Sam? <laughs> well, it's just not the way the world. There are works. more people in the world than you. Yeah, really. There'd be. There'd be. Everyone would line up for Transformers. Oh, last here we night. Go. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 what would happen. Roger Ebert's back in the house again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Very good. Uh, very good call there. Brendan, I try. I try. I try. Is this I try. jerk over here. Yeah. I, I thought it was a good. That's a good call, Brendan. Because we're we're housemates. Yeah. yeah. Come on, that was that was good. Not really. Roger Ebert. Yeah, not many mm. people reference him. A lot of people know who Roger Ebert is. Mm. Oh, okay, Mister Culture. A lot of people know who Roger Ebert is. That's why I mentioned it. Yeah, I'll tell you what he's not doing right now. Well, he's not doing anything. He's dead. But he wouldn't be seeing Transformers. That's for fucking sure. No, he I would. Th- if I he think was he still would. Doing yeah, film he would reviews. not be looking at Transformers. He would not. I don't think he would time. do it willingly. I bet Margaret no. Pomerantz has gone and watched it. <laughs> I much prefer the French version, <laughs> Le Un Transforme. <laughs> Close. Le last So, so Mario Odyssey. Played it for Where are we up to? Let's go back to just your days. Where, where are we right now? Because we're jumping all over the spot. We're on day three. We're on day three. And you've just seen Nintendo. Yeah, so... Because so we, we went back into Microsoft land there a little while ago. Yeah, so now we're on to Wednesday where I jumped on the Xbox tour. Right, okay. So I've done the booth tour, went over to Devolver Digital, but they had their booth right, not in the convention center. They were in a car park over the road. In, in typical Devolver fashion, I think. You know, they do a lot of things different. Okay. They're a crazy house. They do insane trailers, insane games. They sort of walk to the beat of their own drum. Like, they had genital jousting available to play there, funnily enough. Cool. Huh. And they had, like, little little dildos you could buy. Things what? like that. Like, just weird shit like Did that. Did you buy one? No. I stole one. Ah, really? It's in me right now. Okay. I would believe that. I probably shouldn't have said that. Because <laughs> I didn't steal it and it's not in me. Okay. That's staying. That's he staying bought it and it's at home. 
that was a weird thing to say, Brendan, but you know, Freudian and all of that. So you went to Digivolver, you stole a dildo. Digivolver. I went to Devolver Digital. Devolver, sorry. Went over there, it was great. They had food <laughs> and drink, um, so free beers, free food. So they were getting a bit of pull through because they were off the beaten track, out of the convention center, over the road, in a car park. Oh. Um, but that was just their typical indie gorilla sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good fun. Beer and you dildos. Know, they, yeah, gentle jousting dildos and things like that. Cool. Power to them. Uh, went over to the E3 Coliseum after that and sort of sit down with Jeff Keighley and Hideo Kojima, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. And then also they had they had this thing going all day on the Wednesday and they had sort of developers from respective houses or big games going through the hardship of getting this game going. Sort of they talked about how Crash Bandicoot came back, like they had a segment on that. Sure. Missed that. They talked about which is um, soon that's coming in like a month no this week is literally not. in six days it's out on six the 30th days. of June yeah. right. so it's out this week which mm. is going to be so good there you go um, so I watched a couple of little little um, Q&A discussions in the E3 Coliseum went out on the Wednesday night got a little bit rowdy um, it's good times had, had some drinks with some of the people from Deep Silver who were doing Agents of Mayhem which mm. is sort of the loosely attached sequel slash son of Saints Row. Ah. If you look at it in that regard. Okay. Had some time with it on the show floor. It's good fun. Um, Batshit crazy. Batshit crazy, just like Saints Row. Massive big sandbox box to run around in. Do as you please. Um, you know, hand-to-hand, shooting, driving, all that stuff you love with Saints Row. It's not as insane. There's no like dildo launcher guns and things like that nah. that are in. Not that you could see. Not that I could see. Maybe that's sort of in the next level. Dubstep guns. But there was, I think there was 15, if I remember right, 15 characters you can choose from. Okay. And they've all got different abilities and you can take three characters out. So say, say you, you control one, then you've got the other two and you can swap to them on the fly. So you can mix up your, your tactics and your play style. So you could have sort of a more of a, a, a long range sniper in conjunction with a big sort of brawler tanky style and then sort of a mid-tier uh they had sort of like hand-to-hand specialists people using machine gun the whole the whole bloody gamut of weaponry available and then they've all got ultimate abilities and stuff so it's good fun i think you'll love it you're yeah. a big saints row boy hell yeah um and that comes out later this year mm. so deep silver are doing some good stuff with that thank you for the drinks as well um diana and the crew and thank you for the sore head on the thursday with that so the last day was Thursday, June the fifteenth. Final day. The final day. The, the last, final chapter in D in B three. The last hurrah. D three. I've got dildo on the mind. <laughs> Always do, mate. Yeah. Episode six and nine. So so I did a uh, Sony sort of media booth tour. Uh, got access to sort of the behind the curtain stuff there. Um, saw extended time of Spider Man. Mm-hmm which looks fucking awesome. Mm. It's it's probably that and Anthem are my two games of E3. Spider-Man. Wow. Spider-Man. Spider-Man looked great. Insomniac are doing the franchise the utmost respect. Mm-hmm. Um, if you played Spider-Man 2, yeah, it looked a lot it was like probably Spider-Man the, the best Spider-Man game that has came out to date. Similar vibes to that. Massive big open world. like yeah. Massive Manhattan to explore. Uh, we, we sort of had some extended time. We didn't get to play it, sadly, but we got to watch the couple of members of um, Insomniac play through right in front of us and, and sort of take us off the beaten track 
extend what they showed at the end of the Sony presser. And then we had a bit of a QA and a after that. And they, they confirmed that there is open world elements to it. So in between missions, whether it be side mission or main, you can just sort of web sling around Manhattan and explore. Very much like Spider-Man 2. You can attack. Very much like um, uh, Batman. Yeah. 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 So the combat style is very much like the Arkham franchise. Have you you are, see the side-by-side comparison? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much on the nose. Yeah. So there is, you know, chaining attacks, using the environment timing your blocks and your counters there there is a lot of that there is some quick time events in it not to the extent that's going to sort of take away from the fluidity of the game i don't think they're mm. here and there um looks great teased at the end miles morales which was pretty fucking cool who is obviously uh another spider-man in another universe he was the actual first african-american spider-man so He's in the same this universe. Where, this is where I have no idea what the hell he's saying. So, so, he, but it's weird because they've blurred the different universes, right? So, there's the Peter Parker Spider-Man that you control, but then at the end they do the Miles Morales sort of big old Easter egg there, and they've said he's a key character in it. So they've meshed the two universes together for the first time. So they're getting a little creative freedom. I like that. Smart they move, they yeah. got the thumbs up from Marvel to do that. Um, so that's exciting. That's exciting. It's exciting. Um, okay. It looked good, yeah. And, and one of the cool things it did, with it too yeah. is in that in that um, trailer they showed where he was going through that construction site and saving saving the members and attacking. He said, "You don't have to start at say objective A and work through to Q. You could start from Q and go down. So so you aren't pigeon pigeonholing going from say first floor to the top. You could go from the top, work your way down. You can attack it however you like. So there, there's a bit of freedom there, which I like. Mm. Um, look tight." controls look smooth like the guy controlling and he didn't look like a rocket scientist but he was using spider-man pretty fluidly um he was just web slinging from here to here whooping some ass doing this that the other looked really nice too on the ps4 pro in the behind the scenes i'm really looking forward to it yeah and that's coming out in 2018 there you go which is pretty exciting um that's where i played detroit become human which you already touched on played a bit of crash bandicoot insane trilogy We'll probably played. talk about that next week anyway. Yeah, it'll be out next week. So, um, But anyone that's on the fence about it, don't be. Because you yeah. can actually... I think EB Games are doing it. You can trade in any two PlayStation 4 games and get Crash Bandicoot Trilogy, Insane Trilogy for 20 bucks. Nah. So, nah. nah. Yeah, nah. That sounds like a bit of a fucking rip-off yeah. to me. What? Especially because they. Why am I? Why am I giving them two good games? There would be and then any them, games paying them twenty bucks as well. So there's no exclusions. No, any PlayStation Four game. So you could buy two two copies of say, The Order eighteen eighty six, which I think you can get for about eight bucks. <laughs> two copies of that and that. That's it's twenty bucks. Pretty, so it's pretty good. Cool, I feel like I feel like this is uh, this so is that, something so that's you've got like to investigate further. Forty. Three, that's that's thirty six dollars. Yeah, for three games. Because no, thirty six for Crash. Yeah, yeah three exactly. Games, sure, Thirty-six like, for Crash, but like, yeah. so how much is it normally? Sixty bucks. Okay, so you're getting it half price. That is good, and you're getting three games. But I, f- I feel like I feel like they wouldn't sell you two copies of the orders. Oh, so. they have to. They absolutely have but, to. But if they're like, saying any. Hold on, because I worked they at would, a game shop. They would know. Like they would know. There's they no limit. No, no, no. There's hang no on. So I used to, to work at JB, right? And we had the um, trade three get one free. And there was an exclusions list, right? Yeah. But people would comb the exclusions list. To the cheapest game. 
and look for the titles that weren't there mm. and then go yeah, yeah, and yeah. buy them I, and I'm, then trade them for I'm like and they would do that all the time I'm just saying that sounds great sounds like there has to be a catch it's too good I don't think so it's because I as if they're gonna let it like fuck what are they gonna do with pre-owned copies of the order what what I did the other and people would be buying the same copies and trading them in yeah over and over yeah there's no exclusions because I, I did a trade-in with a copy of Watch Dogs 1 that I bought for like 7 bucks to get the, the cheap trade-in deal for the PlayStation 4 Pro. I, just any game. And I, I called them and said, is it literally any game? And they said, yep, as long as folks, it's the PlayStation 4 Pro. I bet you didn't folks, call the galleries though. Do it. Nah, just do it. Just, if this is true, this is the case, Brendan, if you're not telling fibs again. 20 bucks to be cool. All right, well look, friends. I, I, no doubt one of our listeners will be buying Crash this week. All we're saying is test the theory. Test the theory. We're not liable if it fucks up. Go and go and buy two shitty cheap games, and they, I guess they could be pre-owned too, right? Yeah, that's and right. then just seriously. Them. So Ugh. the cheapest games you can find, you know, like Pez two thousand and eight or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, pro Evo soccer. Yeah, some ridiculous thing, and trade it in and tell us your results. Okay, because we're all about exploiting the system. We're there. We are all about exploiting this. We really are, aren't we? Oh, you have to, because that is what people do. This is why you'd be a great captain, (laughs) Reese. This is why you'd be a good captain. Uh, You look for the loophole. You go for the jugular. It's it's 20 bucks when you trade in any two Xbox One, PlayStation 4, or Switch games. So if you could find two even cheaper games on Switch or play... Oh, not Switch, that's still higher. No, the the, the Xbox Xbox One one would probably be cheaper because that... Xbox One came out first, right? No, PlayStation 4 came out first. Oh, okay. So you could potentially find... Okay. So... I know, don't know go, how it works. Go on, there, just go and get the two cheaper... Yeah. Or I, I'm really surprised you picked out the order. That's like... It's so cheap. It's mm. a really good pick out. Mm. Like, you've got that in your your mm. you know, your know library upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm reading the fine print and all it says is... Um, it must be in resaleable condition. Okay. Uh, Yep. Interesting. It's 20 bucks. So if you go and pick two games off their shelf, they can't argue that they're not in resellable condition because you're like, well, I bought them off you, so they mm-hmm. can definitely... Or just go to JB and comb their cheap used section two. Yeah, because there'd be some $4 treats or in there for sure. Or just two of your big mistake games and just take them back. Crash will be worth it. Or even just, you know, Gumtree. So this is the B3 wrap-up, I guess. Last day, final chapter. B for Brendan. B for Brendan, of course. I don't know if that was not obvious or not when we <laughs> came up with it. The B3 E3 wrap up. Yeah, the so, B3. So Sony played some Gran Turismo Sport. No one gives a shit about Gran Turismo anymore, I don't think. I think I think Forza has firmly ascended to the top of the racing throne. Mm. I played both Forza 7 and Gran Turismo Sport at E3. What was the highlight of this bit? Spider Man? Spider-Man watching and playing Detroit mm. was great. Um, that were the two biggest ones. Not on the Sony booth, but as a free freestanding Activision booth that was using Sony PlayStation um, hardware with Call of Duty. That was a highlight. Playing uh, big multiplayer COD. So I played sort of an objective-based one mm-hmm. and then a, a standard team deathmatch feels like a cod game yeah. but when you're splicing in that world war 2 muddy trench warfare real real intense close quarters combat that was fucking sick yeah i really love battlefield 1 last year and i think cod are making a game that's going to rival that 
obviously I haven't played the single player because the single player in Battlefield 1 was awesome but just on the multiplayer Co- side Co- COD's, COD's single player stuff's always good though mm. Mm. big action set pieces you know I'm a big fan yeah. it's, it's going to feel it's like playing Cyber, Saving Private Ryan I'd say yeah. okay. this new one um, it was, it was inter- interesting the different classes um, the, the standard assault soldier class seemed to win out everybody was using it it seemed to have the most uh, damage versus distance ratio with the guns Tried the shotguns, a bit undercooked. Uh, tried the submachine guns, a bit hit and miss, but the, the assault rifles seemed to be the early way mm-hmm. to go in this game. Mm-hmm. They were doing some damage. Um, Destiny 2 on PC. Holy fucking shit. 4K, 60 frames or whatever it was transmitting at. It looked so pretty. Yeah, I can't wait to play that when it comes so up. So pretty. Got me further excited for it destiny's another one of the games of sort of the show for me like so i guess we've forgotten about it because it has been in talks and showcased several Mm. times this year comes out in 2018 which is great there's a game to care about this year that's up there with your tekken 7 no it doesn't touch it doesn't touch it the six percent the six percent of everything my friend i can see why the pc community is so excited to get destiny 2 and kudos to, to Blizzard or Activision Blizzard for setting it up to allow that sort of portal for Destiny 2 to exist in the PC space. Mm. I'm still excited to get it on the PlayStation 4 and play with you guys like yeah. we have with Destiny 1. But it's still probably the tightest feeling first-person shooter on the market. You know, the, the weapons... Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Destiny is the greatest FPS in my opinion. Yeah. The weapons are just on point. The aiming structure, the hitboxes motion yeah everything everything so anyone that's a destiny fan out there is going to love destiny 2 the new subclasses for the three uh titan warlock and uh hunter is pretty cool i'm excited to uh try this new titan subclass because he's got that captain america shield so he mm-hmm. can start throwing that out i'm going to be smashing clowns with that all day uh so destiny 2 was awesome uh played a few other games played knack 2 <laughs> of all things played uh everybody's golf which um you know it's a it's a cartoony um based golf game but you can create whoever you like so you could create yourselves in so the game so you can make like a fat ass version of yourself you could and play you golf. could like they oh, for, for the conference actually had Shuhei Yoshida like the head of Sony in the game so I was running around and Shuhei hitting golf balls running like here there and everywhere and running around the golf courses it's, it's fun those games are dumb but they're fun yeah. you know playing that with a few few mates having a few beers very very enjoyable um but yeah as on e3 as a whole the highlights to me horizon zero dawn dlc obviously uh more horizon is never a bad thing gorilla crushing that ass with this game days gone i'm excited for more days gone now they've expanded on a little bit and shown that there's a bit more stealth and and sort of multiple branching options to to tackle certain goals um the wilderness looks great that American Midwest cool bananas Anthem Anthem new new Bioware IP they've plucked the head writers from the Mass Effect franchise plugged them into this so you know they can write good story yeah cruising around in these suits um, the, the, the initial trailer from EA generated the hype on that first day but then when they did the extended video with the actual gameplay in the Xbox presser yeah, it everyone really good. was just like whoa yeah. like, it was one of those big wow moments 
What did you think of it? Because I know you're pretty keen on on Anthem. I thought it looked great. I um I was I was pretty pretty sucked in really quickly. Um, by the time they got into that void, mm. uh, into the rift, whatever they called it at the time, uh, I, just, I was fucking hooked. I was like, "What's on the other side of that?" Obviously, yeah. an instance, but you know, it looked really good. I liked the idea of customizing your little mech suit. Um, hits all the right notes we'll, we'll see where it goes though everything looks great at E3 you know that's that's the problem with these games everything always looks good and then years down the line you realise oh Anthem what a piece of shit no yeah I think it, I think Anthem will be great I think it'll be the start of something beautiful for, mm. for Bioware and I really hope it takes off mm. for them because good on them for yeah Bioware make good games you know yeah like I, I, I they I don't take Bioware decisions games. lightly no. and, and they I'm just you know I'm always I always take everything I see at E3 with a grain of salt and, and and you need to like the the opening scenes in the Microsoft press conference for Anthem where they're walking through that bazaar and the lights breaking down yeah. through and the MP everything was such high levels of detail like it was gorgeous and yeah. and, and as you yeah. said obviously they dial a lot of this up as just a glorified tech demo to to build this anticipation that mm. excitement so the finished product might not look good as good as that but I love the idea of um, jumping in that javelin suit, cruising around, and then you guys might randomly jump online and then just jump in or jump out of the game with me as well. Mm-hmm. I like that sort of rubber band sort of party dynamic where people can just pick up and play whenever they liked. I love that, yeah, it's you and three other mates running through this world. It's, it's sort of, I would say it's like Destiny meets Iron Man meets Crisis mm-hmm. meets that typical Bioware fair, right? Yeah, nice. But that part where they're flying around in, in the javelin, do, dives into the water, looks really beautiful, that scene, big set piece, and then he sort of breaks out of the water and then he's Im- immediately sort of under attack. Like the, the transitions from land to air to sea seem really fluid. And if they can nail that, it'd be really, really great yeah, to play. Yeah, I agree. But again, grain of salt. Let's see. Let's see what happens next year. Yeah, so Detroit obviously is another highlight. Not only from what I saw from that new trailer, but mm-hmm. from what I got to play, Spider Man was another highlight for me. B three, B three. It was your, it was your E three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And and Wolfenstein two, the new Colossus, was the other highlight. Mm. Low lights, the crowds. <laughs> it was a sea of people, and and you know you you can't sort of shun the people individually or as a whole. But you but want to though, right? You want to just kick a kid and say fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Like trying to film things especially by yourself mm. like it would be a lot easier obviously having someone else there with you whether they're front of camera or, or sort of using dual cameras but doing it by yourself you elbow to elbow with everyone you're getting bumped and shoved and pushed so trying to film and record stuff no good um, other lowlights there was a lot of announcements that are just either undefined no dates long ways off uh, Sony sort of just putting new polish on their presser from last year same amount of games um, that they've already talked about with just a little bit more shine on top. Mm. But the biggest one, I think, was Microsoft just missing the mark with the Xbox One X. It I don't started... think they missed the mark. I just think it's like, uh, it's just everything had an asterisk. I think that's it. I don't think they missed the mark. It was a great conference. I think just with the One X, the handling of that, like... That was fine. It's, a, it's an early adopter thing now, really. It's not like there's eight new games that'll be out in the first week that you want to get on. It's like, buy it now... Games are coming in 2018 and beyond. You can literally play any game on that thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's like, not the same as a brand new console where you've only got like, like the Switch, for example, mm. which only had so many that you could play. For, I forget the number, but there wasn't like a lot of launch titles. I think there was enough 
I mean, it's it is what it is. It's it's part of a, a broader family of, of Xbox One, and uh, I, I don't think that you know missing mm. things like Sea of Thieves. Like again, what's really going to push graphics on to like to make 4K really emphasize? But what's going like, to push what, what titles? What's going to push day anyway? one sales of the One X? Like if you've got an Xbox they One give a shit S, about day one sales. They've got an Xbox One S. Phil which Spencer's can already I, I disagree with that. Phil, I think Phil, uh, day Phil one Spencer's, sales are probably Phil Spencer's the most important himself. thing, mm. if not, you know, like the the main thing they're striving for. No, Phil, Phil Spencer said himself in an interview with GameSpot, I mean, like, yeah, they care about console sales, but console sales aren't really like the biggest revenue stream for them at all. And he knows that this isn't going to be touching the numbers of Xbox One sales. It's not for everyone, this console. It's literally just for high-end gaming. But even now, like the Xbox One S can, can sort of give you some graphical fidelity upscaling. Yeah. You've got UHD. Yeah. So if you've got the One S, there's no real... There's nothing wrong with that. ...key hook to yeah. want to jump to the X. And I'm sitting there now like, I'm going to get it on day one just because I like to be an early adopter. But like, it's not going to be this massive big leap in in. But you're going to have to upgrade your start. TV, aren't you? No, nah, no. Nah, got that OLED, brother. But that's not 4K. Yeah, it's the best television on the market. Of course it is. It is. <laughs> How old is it? Three months? Oh, I didn't know you got one that old. <laughs> that new? Well, that new, I mean, yeah. yeah. No, I bought it um, a couple of months ago. Oh, I didn't know that. All I thought right. you still had your old Samsung. Still got that like, too. Okay, because that's yeah. the one I was thinking about. So I'm like... Yeah, no, I got, I got the LG 65-inch OLED, oh. which is 4K and it is mint. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So, so that'll make the Xbox One X look really nice, but there isn't a huge amount of games that'll push it apart from, say, four to seven at mm. launch. Everything else is just new stuff that's going to get a little bit of an upscale or an upgrade via mm. a patch mm. which I like um, but yeah that's that's E3 is there any other questions or anything you want to know or B3 B sorry B3 me 3 I, I can't think of anything else that rhymes with it I'm really I'm struggling here B3 <laughs> I like B3 BE3 BE3 that should be the title of this episode okay is that alright or sex C3 like you said that was your idea right that was my idea yeah Yes, sexy through. Oh, because it ties in in the 69th episode as well. There you yeah. go. Which we haven't really talked about. I haven't really thematically uh, <laughs> been too consistent with that one. Mm. That's all right. It was just a little. little I like the, I like the, like little, the intro. Little, little nod. I like That's the intro. It. We may use that as a standard. Who knows? I want that. We, we, we might just, we'll just cut it down a Tweet little us. shorter. Tweet yeah. us. We'll make it work. Mm. Anything cool. you just want to say? Anything? Any no, closing I'm, statements uh, you guys uh, have on it? Uh, I, I concur with like 95% of that. In terms of you know general opinions and feelings, I think you know everyone sort of feels the same way. It wasn't the strongest E3. No, it was um, very but, safe. But they can't. But they can't all be fucking knockouts either. Mm. Um, they can't all be you know 2015s. Yeah, cool. I'm glad to have you back, man. I'm glad you got back safe and sound. It's been a long winter. I hope you come you back next week. Without you, I'll be back next week. You guys back next week? No, we'll yeah. see. Oh, actually, no. I'll be in Wollongong. Oh, so. might be a solo podcast. Actually, no, no, no. I should be here. Okay. I'll be here in the morning. We'll find out. Tune mm. in next week for the 70th episode. But before that, all that housekeeping, be sure to hit us up as a collective at We Are 8 Bit on all the social media mm-hmm. channels, on the YouTubes. There's a couple of recap videos of E3. So check out youtube.com forward slash We Are 8 Bit. Mm-hmm. Reese can be found at Reese 8 Bit. Salim can be found at Salim Abraham. I can be found at Brendan 8 Bit. 8bit.net for everything else. And that, I think. Is a B3 or a sexy three. See you next time. If you're lucky. Stay hungry. Much love. Fuck you. Definitely lots of love because it's the 69th episode. Yeah. All that sweet, nasty love. Do we have have an outro? 
No. You might have to make one. Might have to make one. I think you should make one. Let's let's improvise one. Oh, give me a give me a give me a beat. It's the outro. Oh yeah, it's the outro. I'm gonna sex you like my mouth roll. Oh, baby, baby. Gonna give it upside your head. Hungry gamers. I'm hungry for your love. Let's all go out and eat each other out. Stay hungry and sexy.